bless your name as you go to your word this morning. Send forth your word. Send forth your word. Bless your people. Build up your body. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name I pray. Put your hands together for Jesus. Louder, louder, louder. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. We may be seated. Some time ago I was talking to us about the kind of husband every woman wants to have. The kind of husband every woman wants to have. That time I remember I spoke to you. Uh, every woman wants a loving husband. Every woman, every woman, a loving husband, a loving husband, a loving husband, a loving husband, that loves the wife. every woman wants a godly husband. Four, I said to you, every woman wants a husband who is a friend. Fifth, every woman wants a husband who provides for the family. And six, every woman wants a patient husband. Seventh, every woman wants a husband who is a companion. Who is a companion. Who stays with, who spends time with her. A companion, someone who... That's right, who hangs around. And I explained to us that time, that's not the same as being a friend. Uh, because we have mentioned that a husband who is a friend, and also a husband who is a companion. Uh, one may be a friend or may not necessarily be a constant companion. A person. So, but every woman wants a husband who is both a friend and a companion. Number eight, every woman wants a husband who communicates well. 
who communicates well number nine every woman wants a romantic husband that's right romantic husband uh, and uh, and I explained that time uh, when I'm saying this I'm not talking of sex I'm talking of other sides of life apart from sex a lot of romantic life I explained that time can be outside the bed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number 10, every woman wants a complete family, a man who is a complete family man. Takes care of the wife. He takes care of the wife. Takes care of the children. Takes care of uh, the father-in-law, the mother-in-law. And uh, the servant at home. He takes care of everybody. He makes sure nobody suffers. Parents of the wife. I won't be a yare. Parents, her own parents. I won't I want younger people from the wife's side, from his own side, whoever is with them in the household. That complete family man will make sure nobody suffers. Nobody's needs are neglected. That's a complete family man. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a good husband. A good father. A good uh, in-law. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And a good son to his own parents. It's good to everybody. And I always have uh, always said that when you get married, don't forget you have a root. Don't forget you have a root. Don't forget somebody made you before somebody wanted to marry you. Somebody made you a finished product. Before a woman saw you and said, I would like to marry you. Or before a man saw you, if you're a lady, and said, I would like, to, I would like you to be my wife. Hallelujah. 
if you didn't go to school for example if your parents didn't send you to school and uh, you were just uh, a roadside mechanic I, I don't deride mechanics it's a, it's a good trade on its own but if you want to be a mechanic don't be a roadside mechanic uh, so, but I, I, if you didn't you were not sent to school and you are just a roadside mechanic perhaps your wife who is a graduate it's not even perhaps i don't think she will have seen you and say i want to marry you the best you might be her mechanic isn't it yes, sir. she wouldn't say i want to marry you are you getting what i'm saying only for a parent to buy your pay and won't be rare one for one lossy lewe we have to see over latin one lossy lewe who are your pay or are your mechanic to man droni a battity one year later i won't suck in sherry pay i won't fit tembele is shay one issue more to buy your pay and it's okay way to watch your mechanic to what leg but it's it oh she she fool and it's okay way go ye lati wari because we pay on fair fair pata pata aja and it's over to a correct she hallelujah hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Don't forget your parents. Or your siblings. That's your root where you came from. Where you came out from. So when you marry now, that marriage should not make you forget those people. You remember they are important to you. Amen. You remember the important to you. Sir? Remember she the Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 So a, a husband who is a complete family man is what every woman wants. At least a, a woman who is also fair. A woman who is also fair, who doesn't want to take the man for herself or to herself alone. Some women, once they marry a man, they want the man to forget everybody. Everybody can go to places. I won't be mirror. You want that somebody fair or by. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's not good. If you do that as a wife, don't forget you two have children, they are going to get married. Don't be surprised if you reap what you sow. If you reap what you sow, she will not, uh, the harvest will not be pleasant now, so that uh, aphorism may not go with it now. Okay, sir. Uh, you got what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All right. uh, This just a review, just to bring your to connect the message properly. Uh, 
so that what I'm going to say today will connect properly with it. So a, a, a woman, every woman wants a husband who is a leader. Not just a husband who is a bully, a boss, just only a commander. And a bully. Very bossy husband. No woman wants a husband like that. A woman wants to relax at home. If not relax anywhere, at least when she gets home, she wants to relax. Nobody wants life like that. Number 12. Uh, I said to you, every woman wants a husband. All right. Perhaps I didn't say that to you. That was what I didn't say. Now, I think I stopped at 11. Number 12. Every woman wants a husband with some sense of humor. I think I didn't say that to you. I don't know if I said that. You know, women... I think I, I prefer the first one. Uh, 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 women, by their nature, sometimes they they like you to crack a joke and uh, say something funny, and they laugh, and they don't want you stone face. In my old uh, my school days, we used to call some fellow stone face. It was a slang in those days. I don't know whether people of today still use the same slang. If you are just a person who is always like that and you are always tense and you don't smile, um, the boys will call you stone face. Hallelujah. So no, no woman wants a husband who is always frowning, always tensed up, never a smile, never a joke. Go be in your fair or caught by your pay, oh man, that para, me, low, low, recorded. So my dark para to my jacko rearing, could you go see over into fair or cotton yaku back? Oh, my fajuro, come my fajuro, kiribole, le jucoco, cosiro bring into fair lay. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. A sense of humor means uh, the traits of appreciating or being able to express the humorous, the traits of appreciating. Or being able to express the humorous. Ni mo dakara o tu mo si ripe ke yon ni ke yon ni inkoni ni yon tole mu yon ma she efe. He's able to say something to make people laugh. Only song kanto mama awi ni yon rare. The purpose of sense of humor is to create laughter. All those who have sense of humor, the objective is just to make you laugh. They just say something, they something, and they may not even be laughing, but they'll just say something and throw it down. You laugh, laugh, laugh. 
that was what they wanted to achieve. They just want you to laugh. And I think even medical people have said laughter is good for the soul. It's good for the soul, good for the body. Uh, you laugh, it's healthy to laugh. To laugh. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, I think people have said it takes more muscles to frown <laughs> than to smile or laugh. I Hallelujah. 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 My laughter is good for the soul. It's healthy for the soul. The Bible says the Lord has put laughter in my mouth. So a lot of women want their husbands to be a bit playful that does not mean you become uh uh was this uh, popular artist when we were small i don't know if he's still alive that does not mean you become baba salana and everywhere every time joke joke that would become another problem hallelujah hallelujah i don't know is the man is he still alive He's still alive. Praise God. I thank God he's still alive. He was, uh, when I was small, he was the prime, uh, long those days, he was the prime person in those kind of funny dramas. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, uh, you don't uh, become a joker. Don't don't just uh, be joking every time. No. Don't, 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 just when there is need for it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you don't laugh every time. No. There are times you should not laugh. There are times it's uh, indecent to laugh. So that's more. So uh, creating laughter does not mean you just laugh anyhow, like someone who has uh, been infused with uh, laughing gas. Hallelujah. 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 Are we at a lot? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 All right. Let's look at. Uh, let's go to Ephesians. Just to see, as I've said, it's good to have a sense of humor. That does not mean you go and be cracking dirty jokes. So I want to. 
the balance must be there jokes are at all levels of life uh, even a lot of your bosses who come to the office and are very tense when they are with their colleagues they crack a lot of jokes you may not be there but then you see a lot of, to, up to the presidency when they're having uh, uh, very serious meetings everybody is serious you see a lot of security men you see these people are always serious but in their relaxed moment you see a lot of jokes if you have the opportunity to have been close to them you see a lot of very very funny jokes hallelujah <laughs> Somebody said you can't survive in the army without a sense of humor. Oni eni kan so wipe okole okole wa ni inu ninu omo ogun orilede lai je pe oni emi idapara you can't survive okole okole je not that is the qualification to be there kin se wipe le ni amuye lati wa ni be o we were just saying that the soldiers crack a lot of jokes in their relaxed moments won kan bi yan lati bi so wipe awon awon omo ogun I mean, you, so you say you can't survive in the army without a sense of humor. Maybe that way. Put your hands together for Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 The jokes have their benefits at home. In the, you are in a home, nobody laughs. You just go stone face. You are going to your room, to your study. Every time stone face. Your wife, women, don't so much enjoy that kind of a thing they want to laugh they want something that creates laughter and uh, but it must be at the appropriate time and with right taste amen aparadara ninu ile boye ko je pe ni gbogbo igba wa ma fajuro wa ma leju kokoko ti o ba tin lo to ba ti de bayi yara re ni o lo tara awon obirin o ma feran eni ti o n dapara ninu ile ti won to le mu won rerin sugbon oni lati mo akoko ti o ye ki o dapara ki nse pe gbo gba ko si dara ki a dapara ti ko lojumu i said we should go to ephesians eya ka lo si efesu chapter 5 ori karun verses 1 to 4 esekini titi de ikerin be ye therefore followers of god as dear children nitori na e ma se nitori na e ma se afara we olorun bi awon omo omo and walk in love 
as Christ also has loved us and has given himself for us an offering and a sacrifice to God for his sweet smelling savor but fornication and all uncleanness or covetousness let it not be once named among you as become exchanged. Neither filthiness. Nor foolish talking. Nor jesting, which are not convenient. But rather giving up thanks. So that's the kind of Jesting that uh, that we should not do. It only no iru akparati ko yeke amadalelei. Improper jokes. Awo akparati oto. Improper jokes. Awo akparati ko oto. They should not come out of our mouths. Ko yeke umati enu wajade. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Ephesians four twenty nine. Ephesians ori kerin eseko kondilogbo. Ephesians chapter four verse twenty nine. Ephesians ori kerin eseko kondilogbo. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. But that which is good to the use of edifying. That it may minister grace unto the hearers. Amen. Amen. So why we create laughter at home? To create laughter. To make people laugh. We should be careful not to go beyond limits. Don't say what is improper. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Amen. For example, don't say to your wife. When I when the day I went to your village, maybe your daddy was eating uh, was eating husk and uh, you, yeah, don't say things like that. Your daddy was 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 eating uh, was eating uh, was it uh, yam pills and uh, whatever met him eating. Don't say things like that. Don't say things like that. And then say you are joking. She may laugh. But then inside she won't laugh. So the, the, even though you know her roots might have been, you might have married her from a poor environment, but then don't make that a joke that can become painful jokes. Hallelujah. More so if somebody around, maybe her cousin, just speak that. Though you are not talking to her, you're only talking to your wife. And somebody else in her family just overheard. And then they will take it back. And they will tell that old man, see what your daughter's husband said. You know, it's the jokes like that are not good. It's no joke. That is improper. Hallelujah. Let's avoid improper jokes. 
Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 126. It talks about laughter. Let's read 126. Verses 1 and 2. Ori Daffidi. Ori 126. Verses 1 and 2. Verses 1 Psalm 126, verses 1 and 2. When the Lord turned again the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then was our mouth filled with laughter. And our tongue with singing. Then said they among the hidden. The Lord has done great things for them. I pray this will be your portion in Jesus' name. For the remaining of this year, for the and do great things for you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. So laughter is good. The Lord will put laughter in your mouth in Jesus' name. Ecclesiastes chapter 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 10 verse 19. A feast is made for laughter. A feast is made for laughter. And wine make it merry. But money answered all things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A feast is made for laughter. So it's uh, laughter. Is something the Bible confirms is good for the body. For the soul. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 But then, when laughter is too much, it will be like the laughter of a fool. The Bible also speaks of the laughter of a fool. Don't let your own be like that. Amen? Let's look. For as the cracking of tongues under a pot, so is the laughter of the fool. This also is vanity. When laughter is too much, it becomes like the laughter of a fool. Nothing is funny, just laughing. 
Or something that is not funny has happened. He's laughing. Because that one is becoming like the laughter of a fool. Hallelujah. So we should make a balance. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 All right, and uh, I said I was doing a review, so I didn't speak about that when I was talking about the kind of husband everyone wants. So that's number twelve. The kind of husband every woman wants. Number thirteen. The husband that allows the rule of respect in the home. So this is uh, this is really where I'm going today. So I, I I will take this number thirteen. I will turn it to another subject. To stand on its own. So, uh, I will be talking about respecting your spouse. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, so, which was really number 13 in that series, but I've taken it out now. And we, we are on a new subject of uh, respecting your spouse. Hallelujah. You might be surprised I'm talking about respecting your spouse. You might say, I thought you should have spoken about respecting your husband. Uh, maybe some of you are saying in your mind, uh, what does this preacher want to say? I thought he should be telling us about respecting a woman respecting her husband. Why is he talking about respecting your spouse? I think he should talk about respecting your husband. Is the woman who should respect the husband? Well, that's true. But it's not the complete truth. The truth is that the husband, the wife should respect the husband. But there is also a respect the husband needs to give to the wife. They are different. They are different. But the boats are there in the Bible. And uh, no woman enjoys a home where she is treated shabbily. She the home where she almost amounts to nothing where the woman amounts to nothing. So, 
no woman likes to live in a home like that. A home where she's treated just like a radio. You know radio, you can just go there and turn off your radio. And where you want it to talk, you go again, you put it on. No, no woman wants to be treated like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So for the success of your marriage, everyone who is married, we all must observe this rule of respect. We must respect uh, every one of us must respect his or her spouse. Hallelujah. 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 Let's look at Ephesians chapter 5. Ephesians chapter 5. Verse 33. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 33. Nevertheless, let every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I like uh, the way the word English Bible uses the wife and the wife see that she reverence her husband. The Yoruba Bible says she fear her husband. Well, they are still, they go together. But I like the word reverence. That is a command. To, as a woman to reverence your husband. You as a woman must reverence your husband. It's a command from God. And uh, the reverence talking of respect. Well, you have problem now because you are in Yoruba language. I can swing left and right. English language. Alright? No, English language has more options of uh, a wider vocabulary. We need to develop our language. Hallelujah. 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 Let me read from this translation. It's called uh, Weymouth New Testament. Weymouth. I don't know if you have heard, if you are in this story, you must have heard me reading from that Bible. Weymouth New Testament. I'll read. You may not have it. Just listen. Yet, I insist, I'm reading Ephesians 5-3 from Weymouth New Testament. Yet, I just translate what I read. Okay. Yet, I insist that among you also, 
Each man is to love his own wife as much as he loves himself. And let a married woman see to it that she treats her husband with respect. Amen. Amen. It's a command from God. You put food on the table. Say, your food, uh, your food is there. Your food is there. Maybe formerly the man said, uh, uh, this, uh, this Eba, I, I don't like Eba for today. I took Eba yesterday. I will, is Amala not at home? And you have made Eba. And you might say, yeah, I can't make any other thing. No, that's what the woman said. And the man said, eh, I don't like it, but I'll go and drink Gary. Maybe it's not a troublesome man. You know, some men are very gentle. Hallelujah. 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 They are not fussy about food. They don't, they don't have time for any wahala. They say, okay, I will eat bread or eat uh, bread and beans or take some Gary. And the man went quietly. Away. So the woman now, looking at that, out of conscience. Okay. She went back to the kitchen and made the amala. But after making it, I said, the amala is there. <laughs> we are the left there. Right? We are the she wasn't for... happy. She went through the pain to make it for the man. We are the teba. 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 We are the Amala <laughs> Uh, that, that's the Amala we are going to eat it together, even though you don't really, maybe you have even eaten. And you pull him up, you know, he will be very happy, isn't it? We and you enjoy that food because you did it and you presented it with love, with respect. Not that you just throw it there shabbily as if you are giving food to your to your dog. We are going to you also go amala noton, waloba okore, we are wani ori bedi, waloba we are okore me. Hallelujah. Is a command from God for a woman to respect her husband. 
we proceed from here. Let me make a little let me make a little skip. I'll come back to it later. I'll proceed from here now. I'll jump some things. I'll come back to them later. Uh, and I'll begin to talk about 22 ways to respect your husband. Twenty-two ways to respect your husband. Amen. Amen. This issue of respecting your man is very important. It's a command from God. Some scholars have said men never rise above the level of respect they get from their wives. They believe uh, men never rise above the level at which they get respect or level of respect they get from their wives at home. In other words, uh, men who are not respected at home the wife has made him to feel he's nobody, he doesn't amount to anything, you, you, you are no good, you go and see good men outside, every day all he hears from the wife is condemnation, how he's no good, how he's nobody, so he, he will be demoralized. Only one when he goes out, he will not be at his best, because what he hears every day, even though, if he's not a strong man in the mind, it will pull him down in many ways. Hallelujah. And uh, some women say, hey, see me, see trouble. Why I come marry this kind man? Oh, I was doing it. I'm a pigeon English. I'm a sorrow. Hallelujah. It's not easy for a man to hear something like that again and again. You should not even let your husband hear it once. It's demoralizing. Hallelujah. Uh, some have said a man's greatest 
need in marriage is respect. Some people have said that. Awe ni yomiru wa wati sa wikbe omuti okunri ti o nilo ju ninu ibe ya wo omuni ya wo. That may be subjective. You may say that is subjective. Eh, ale sa wikbe ele yi ko ko wafun bo gwe ni ya wikbe o wafun. You might say that's not the greatest thing. Ole sa wikbe kunshi nkonti o gaju. But to them, it's so important that they consider it that in marriage, the man's greatest need is respect. Hallelujah. 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 And a lot of women don't take it seriously. The Fail. Some fail absolutely to give respect to their husbands. Some give little. They, to the level they believe he deserves. It's, a, it's not a very good husband. That respect will stop there. It will stop at that level. But that is that does the Bible say respect your husband to the level of how good he is to you? Is that what God says in the Bible? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is, is that what it says? No. It doesn't say so. Whether you think the man is good or not, respect him. Hallelujah. 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 Some started respecting their husbands when they married. Some women. But after some years, the respect is lost. It's not be like that. Whether you just got married today. Or you are 40 years old in your marriage. The rule is for everybody. Some women say, I don't feel like it. I don't feel like respecting him again. I just don't feel like it. I don't, it's not good, it's not good to me. I don't feel like respecting him again. The respect does not flow again. That's your flesh. Not the spirit. You want to obey the Holy Ghost. You do what the Bible says. Simple. Deal with your husband with reverence. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the will of God. Uh, last seminar, I was talking to us about how high spirituality will greatly help your marriage. How many of us remember? Here again. If you are not spiritual, 
you have problem respecting your spouse if you are not a spiritual woman respecting your husband will be difficult particularly if he's not giving you money as you want hallelujah hallelujah it's easy to respect somebody who gives you money regularly, isn't it? Oh, my dear, I saw, I saw a pair of shoes. I, saw a pair, I wasn't just right yesterday. And I saw this pair of shoes. Shoes and back to match. And I, I, I like it. I want to buy it. And your husband say, how much is it? And they put a label of 40,000 in it. 40,000. Sorry. Everybody says, it's all right. And then he, he took his uh, baby phone. And, and press it. And transfer 40,000 to your account. Account Next week again. Ah, my dear. Ah, I was in this sister today. Ah, sister And uh, there was this uh, imported. There were these imported gowns. Ah, I gown with, with too much. And they are selling them together. They say, how much? Only a loony. It's easy to respect when money is flowing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But when the husband say, ah, there is no money now. I want to buy this. Yeah, you know, the children's school fees, we are still looking for the school fees. Uh, shall I take money for school fees for you to go at the woman? Every reasonable woman will say no. But then, somehow, money is not flowing. She's not quite happy. Because she's kana. But if she's a spiritual woman, she will understand that the purpose of marriage is to produce godly seed for God. That's God's purpose. Hallelujah. 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 Not necessarily to become a a, a billionaire's wife. Though God promises people they will not lack. 
Uh, if you are a spiritual woman, that promise you will hold and hold your husband's hand in prayer. Let us pray. Why are we not having this? Why are we not having this? Why is your business not going on well? Let us fast and pray. That's what a good woman will do. A woman who is spiritual. So I want to encourage you to build up your spirituality. A woman's spirituality or carnality largely determines whether she respects her husband or not. She will she will be the respect will not be flowing. If she's spiritual, she will not react because the man, because that man's, that, that woman's husband is buying things, uh, new new clothes for her almost every week, and her own husband cannot buy it like that. She won't, because of that, fail to respect her husband. Because she has the fear of God. So I want to encourage you as a woman. And as a man also. To deal with ourselves in the area of spirituality. Arawa, Ninut, Ninu, Ibesia, Miwa, to be spiritual. Lati Jenny, Tiemi, obstacle for men. Why some men don't respect their husband, their, their wives, is pride. Iditi, I want to remember, you want to walk with Shikin Bow of whom I want only itori Berada. I'm a man now. Ocorini Mike, what respect will I give her again? You rule over one of her fun. Who is she? If she's a woman, why is she asking for respect? She's not asking for respect. God commands that you respect her. But the respect is different, like I've said. In some places, they are similar. But the extent differs. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the, the very first thing to respect your husband determined to be spiritual. Determined to be spiritual. If you are spiritual, it will be easy. It will be easy for you to respect him. Pray to God to make you grow. 
in your spirituality. Hallelujah. In your spirituality. You need to grow. That will facilitate your obedience to that command of God to respect your husband. Hallelujah. Don't be canna. Don't be like the Corinthians that Paul said, Ye are yet canna. First Corinthians 3 verse 3. First Corinthians chapter 3 verse 3. For ye are yet canna. For whereas there is among you envying and strife and division, are ye not canna and walk as men? Ilara Atija Ati Yapawa Larry. For whereas there is among you envy and strive and division, are ye not canna and workers men? And you koaje ti ara kuasiri kuas read again. Nitori e injeti arasibe. Nitori ni won ni won be ni won be ilara atija ati yapa bawa larry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number two. Respect your husband's leadership. Number two ways to respect your husband. Respect his leadership. Number one, I said, number one way to respect your husband is determined to be spiritual. That alone is a school on his own. If I go on it, we will not do any other thing today. So, it's so wide. So, for you now to respect your husband, determine to increase your spirituality on a daily basis.